Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club. Tune in today for a snapshot episode as we share this week's quick tip to help you grow your business. Now on to the show. The International Pet Photographer of the Year Awards have received global recognition with articles in the New York Times, the Daily Mail, the Telegraph, and more to celebrate the winners and the pet photography niche as a whole. With this year's awards soon approaching, we wanted to give you a bit of insight into what to consider when choosing your images. Last year, we introduced a peer review to give you the opportunity to get peer feedback on images you're considering submitting to the awards. And this year, it is back and even better than ever uh, because we have brought in a guest instructor to help you who is one of last year's judges, Craig Turner Bullock. He won't be judging this year, so you don't have to worry that he's going to see your images um, because we try to switch up the panel each year. Um, But he is going to be there to give you insight into how the judges think. Together, we can help you to decide which categories suit your images best, how you might like to improve the image before submission, or help you choose between two images or more. Of course, if you haven't already, you can be sure to grab your ticket at thepetphotographersclub.com slash peer-review-2022. Hello, and welcome to Season 12, Episode 2 of the Pet Photographers Club. I'm Kirsty McConnell, and I'm excited to bring this special episode to you today to help you prepare for your award submission by sharing some of the discussion from last year's peer review. Before we get into that, though, let's take a look at the categories and criteria. There are four different categories that you can enter. Portrait, Action, Pets and Their People, and Open. The highest scoring print of each category will go on to make that photographer the category winner of the year. Then the photographer that has the highest combined points will become the overall photographer of the year. So what that means is that you definitely want to try to enter all the categories. Let's take a look at the criteria. There are three separate criteria that are scored. First, there is, the first one is visual. So what they're looking at is things like aesthetic um, impact, creative editing, composition, this kind of thing. It is scored out of 10. The next is technical. This is things like exposure, editing, focus, lighting. And then the last one is judges response. This one is only scored out of five. And what the judges are judging based on is things like emotion, mood, creativity, originality, and the wow factor. Okay, so during last year's peer review, we analysed images submitted by attending photographers and with this criteria in mind, um, gave the feedback. That's going to be happening again this year. But for now, what I want you to do is take a listen to some of the snippets from those discussions um, last year. So first up, we have the discussion about exposure. By the way, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you might want to actually um, jump onto the website and watch this because it is a video episode. So you can see the images that we are talking about 
It is also available on YouTube, but the quickest way to find it is definitely heading to thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1202. All right, so now you can take a listen to some of this um, feedback. As well, I would like to see a gradient um, exposure from the bottom up just because my eye keeps wanting to go to that pavement and if you are going to retouch this image again Kylie that would be my my suggestion this is something you can't capture any better in camera this is um purely a a post-production thing um well you could if you brought in lighting (laughs) but natural lighting wise no because the ground is literally much brighter than the dog now that's worked for Mm -hmm. you because it's bounced light back up um but it does draw my eye. I keep going there. And also it makes me think maybe the socks are, they could be brought down a little bit as well. Um, okay. The bottom, the second half of the legs. Um, right. The next discussion that we had was how to choose between two images. Um, now this is one of the examples, but then we, you know, we had many uh, that were trying to work out which image to choose. But I thought that you might find this an interesting discussion. I'm going to call this guy left. And this guy, right. I want everybody right now to put in their favorite image in the comments, left or right. That's all you have to say. No explanation, no extra words. I want to see four letters if it's left or five <laughs> if it's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ina, you're the oddball going for the right. All right, good. Ina, I'm going to get you to unmute yourself and you can defend your decision. <laughs> Tell it's us great. what appears to you about this one rather than that one. I think for me, because I, I just love that natural light and I don't know, I just think it's, even though you know, like composition is quite key with all the, the trees sort of framing the dog um, and just that really cute, yeah, expression and dog look, like it just looks like he's looking for something. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was really, yeah, I, I just love it. And did anybody else say right? Kylie, okay. you did. Please defend your decision. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, honestly, I actually really like them both. Um, Mm -hmm. But in terms of like, I really just like the expression on the dog's face in this one. Like, it just seems like you have that really like vivid connection with him. Whereas the dog in the left, it's kind of hard to see on the screen I'm on, but it kind of looks like there's a lot of hair in front of his eyes. So you don't really get that same connection. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pop that one back on the screen for a moment. There it is. So if I zoom in, maybe I can. Yeah, Don't he's got super furry eyes. Right. Yeah. Mm, that's true. I love the expression. I mean, it has this like human element to it, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, I can imagine like doing a whole dialogue between my husband and I about this, what this dog is saying right now. <laughs> um, and I love that. I love the little ears flying a little backwards. I'm with Ina as well, but I love this golden light in the background. The next discussion that I thought you might find useful was this discussion about colour casts. Um, I'm a bit distracted and I must say I'm a bit picky when it comes to this um, by the magenta cast. It's the first thing that I noticed with this image. It's also in the nose a little bit hard because of the colouring of the dog, um, I know but just something to be aware of, okay, because that's an easy fix. And for me, you would lose a point at least for that um, because it's so easily fixed. So just, you know, look around, like what colour is this tree actually supposed to be? And then see if you can retouch it to try and make it a little bit more natural. 
or on the golden side if it has to be. So you've got a slider in Lightroom that goes from green to magenta. One thing that we really take into consideration when judging is the wow factor. This can really be the difference um, between, you know, getting a 23 or a 25 from each photographer. And then that can have an impact. So here's a little snippet talking about the wow factor. I think because the cat, well, firstly, we don't see many hairless cats, to be honest. Um, but also it's just oozing personality. I don't know if anybody else has, you're agreeing there, Lisa? Absolutely. Like cats are so hard to begin with, and I I think it's I think it's beautiful. The lighting's lovely. I think it's great. For it, um, yeah. I picked the um the cat just because I think we were talking about the wow factor um earlier. Mm-hmm. That's not something that I've seen a lot of. I think it's different. Um, and I just like it made me smile looking at it. It's just it's really cool. Mm. Yeah, me too. And I think the wow factor doesn't necessarily come from the breed, but it's the combination of the breed and the pose, like that look over the shoulder and the face as well. Like the everything kind of comes together and the lighting, you know, this, um, yeah, dramatic lighting. I think that's. Okay, that's all that we have time for today. But if you want feedback like you've just heard for your images, uh, then definitely you want to join Lush's judge, uh, one of Lush's judges, and of course the fabulous pet photography coach Craig Turner Bullock of Unleashed Education at this year's peer review. Like I said earlier, you can grab your ticket online at the petphotographersclub.com slash peer-review-2022. Tickets are $25 or just 10 bucks if you're a member. If you're not already a member of the club, of course, you can join today and get tons of bonuses like that, as well as extended episodes, um, access to extended episodes. That's it for now, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at the peer review. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.